You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Friends, fans, and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the show, you know what I'd like you to do. Please go over to, um, oh, well, where do you want to start? Go over to Twitter, and get on the Twitter, and go to, um, at TNWpod, and give us a follow uh, on Facebook, we're at Facebook backslash Talkin' Wrestling. Why not check us out on Instagram at Talkin' Wrestling Podcast at Instagram.com. While you're at it, go to Spotify. Give us a follow there. Not only that, you can now give us a rating. So click on that star rating and give us a little boost there, will you? Go on Spotify, give us a five-star rating, give us a follow. Um, yeah, that would be great. And, uh, you know, and while you're at it, Go check out Casey Corbin, that's me, uh, and my four albums that are on Spotify as well. And give them a listen and give me a follow. Uh, We're on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. If you're not going to do the Spotify thing, by God, get over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a favorable review. You know, every week I have trouble saying that. Jeepers. Um... Also, uh, check us out. Uh, we're also wherever popular podcasts are found. Uh, we're, we're Facebook, and we're and we're we're Instagram, and then we're Twitter, and then we're Spotify, and then we're iTunes, and and we're on Apple Music, and wherever, wherever. So just go there now. But not right now. Right now, it's time to bring in my co-host. You know him. You love him more than six feet away. Please welcome Reese Turner. Oh, baby. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, better that we're back. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 and it's, we are in, you know, uh, even though it seems the show lately skewers maybe towards AEW a little bit more, but it is, uh, Whenever one of the big four happen, especially the Royal Rumble, it's hard not to get excited over the Royal Rumble. So, I am excited for that, and uh, and, and and what may may or may not happen. Like yeah. Mickey James is in the Royal Rumble, and the fact that we could get Mickey James or Lita. Imagine if Lita won the Royal Rumble, and she chooses. Uh, Charlotte Brock Flair. Lesnar. Oh yeah, Charlotte Flair. Or <laughs> or maybe not even Charlotte. Like maybe who's the other? Who's got the other belt? Bianca Belair, or Becky, is it Becky? Becky How, oh fuck! Right there, Battle of the Redheads. The mm-hmm. fucking Becky Lynch, the man. Well, she can't call herself that anymore. Um, she can't. Be, no, that's why she's uh, the big time Bex because oh. the Ric Flair sued the WWE. Because he has the patent on the man, or the trademark, That's on amazing. the man. And not only that, he talked about it on his podcast where um, he said how upset he was. Like, the fact that they, you know, that they allowed that to happen. And yeah. they stopped selling his To Be The Man shirt off the WWE website. And then started selling Becky's The Man shirt. And how that broke his heart and, you know, and it's just like, yeah, fuck them. (coughs) You know, like, I never liked the man gimmick anyways. I always thought if she was the man, I said it time and time again, then that would make uh, uh, Nia Jax's punch the man maker. And uh, she never never went with that, which she should have said, I'll knock you out with the man maker. You know, like that's. I'll hit you so hard you change genders, baby. Exactly. You'll be transing back and forth the Trans Canada Highway. You know, I don't even know what that means, so please don't get upset. Don't Um, get upset at him. Don't do it. I don't even know what that means. Don't Um, do it. But hey, 
Uh, but we're we're in Royal Rumble season. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley is 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 no longer like they tried to get the back together with the uh, the hurt business, but Bobby Lashley's doing it on his own. He's not going to yeah. be with the hurt business, and uh, you know, can you truly trust Sheldon Benjamin? He's- there was like a speculation that I've been reading uh, upon the internet that maybe the Hurt Business is in cahoots with Paul Heyman. And, and, uh, and uh, what's it called? The old Barack well, Lesnar. Because Shelton and Brock used to tag together. They used, they've known each other since NCAA Collegiate Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So they knew each other pre-WWE. Um, yeah, that could be something. And uh, but Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, I don't want to see a squash match. I want to see a, a re- I, I, I want to see a really good match between, as Jr. would call these two big studs. You know, yeah, I'd like to see these two big beefy boys slap their beef on each other. I know, and it sounds so erotic, but it's awesome. I want to see it. Hey. Awesome and erotic don't have to be mutually exclusive, baby. No, no, and you know what? And just because I want to see it, it you know, doesn't it, it might get me excited, but it ain't get me that excited, you know. Like the don't worry, the, the Rock's not gonna make an appearance during this match, and the Rock is the nickname for my penis. Um, <laughs> I know he's the people because mine's Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> they, I saw uh, there was a question on a trivia show. It said that uh, this is the rock. This is Dwayne Johnson's nickname, and I was like, "Dewey, no, uh, DJ, no, uh, Rocky, no, uh, the Rock." Oh, there we go. You went with the fifth one. So you know, it's like asking Deion Sanders what his nickname is. The guy has twenty fucking nicknames. Yeah, but he only has one that counts. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Um, he is another good no one that's called. Uh, Super Bowl champion. So that's I a, like that one. Hold on a second. That's a good nickname. I've been uh, smoking on some Super Bowl champion caliber shit. What was I that? Got some, I got some lovely uh, white death. From oh, the my God. Well, no. Whew, buddy. No, no, no. It's great. I, I smoked some of this shit last night. And I watched wrestling, and I was super into the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I, mean? You know well, what I mean? Well, I was on some smoking some things last night. And I watched the recent episode of Boba Fett. And this Boba Fett series is just fantastic. And last night, um, he uh, he had to go look for his uniform. Yeah. He might have left it in the Sarlacc pit. We, all know, shit. we all know what the Sarlacc pit is. That's where he's supposed to have died. Yeah, but the Sarlacc pit, uh, to Star Wars fans, is the scariest thing possible. It's based on a vagina. And when yeah. you look at it, it Nothing looks like it looks Wars like fans. a vagina. It looks like Nothing a vagina. Will scare Star Wars fans more than vagina. They don't even know what it looks like, so they think yeah. the Sarlacc pit. They're like all vaginas have teeth. So <laughs> now he's down there, and it's like you ever lose a nugget of weed underneath the couch, and you have to get on your stomach and look with your flashlight underneath the Too couch. Too many times. Too, Too many, many times. He's got the slave one, and he's over hovering over over the pit and he's shining the flashlight down trying to find his fucking uh his wardrobe like it's a nugget of weed and then all of a sudden uh one of the fucking tentacles just fucking shoots out and oh. scares the shit out of me like at two at like one in the morning i went yeah i literally jumped and my roommate came in and went what and i was like fuck off you know i was like so <laughs> embarrassed that oh, I, off, get out of here. Like Shut up. A, a zombie coming out of nowhere, you know, just, you know, it's like, it's not like an RKO. It's a little scarier. RKOs come out of nowhere, and I'm fine all the time, but not this. Oh, my God. Goddamn Sarlacc tentacle. Yeah. So, WWE, another thing he did that I thought was great was a Roman Reigns <laughs> said to Seth Rollins, that's who he's wrestling at Rome at, for the title at, at uh, Royal Rumble. And he said that if, and Seth Rollins said it's going to be like a blockbuster superstar main event at WrestleMania when it's Seth Rollins and uh, and Roman Reigns, and um, 
Roman Reigns said if he wanted a blockbuster main event at SummerSlam, uh, he would have he would be wrestling his wife. Yeah, <laughs> and Did that Seth. I know I butchered it, but Roman Reigns said it much much better, and I he think really laid in. Yeah, and he, Roman Reigns is you know I've been saying this for a while now. He's been really decent the last couple of years. Uh, they've been yep. really making him and building him up. Yeah, and putting the franchise on his shoulder, because uh, I just I've been I've watched all four episodes of uh, Peacemaker. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it now: John Cena's not coming back. <laughs> no, he might no. come back for the Hall of Fame and maybe one last match, but he's not coming back. There's no fucking way. Peacemaker is so good. It it's is it, so it's, good. It's pretty nice. Oh no, it is so good that even oh my god, like. You know, like I watch it bake, so I watched the whole episode once, and then I had to go back and watch it twice for the parts that I slept through just by dozing off. But, uh, hey, it's great watching it twice because the parts you see the first time are twice as enjoyable the second time, and there's huh. little bits of surprises every now and again. And, <laughs> and I just think uh, Robert Patrick playing his dad, uh, man, Robert Patrick, everybody's loved that guy since T2. Yeah, here he is. Here he is. Is a friggin' straight up Nazi. Yeah, and speaking of Nazis, hello. I think that I heard. I heard they're abandoning the gimmick already. I wonder uh, why. No, no, no. The name. They've distanced themselves from the name because the name is the name of of a U-boat captain from the Nazi regime named Gunther Stark. You know. Yep. Now all they were shooting for was uh, Tony's uh, third cousin once removed. You know, he's Gunther Stark, everybody's friend. He, I, you like Iron Man? You like but Gunther? But if Iron Man was German, yeah? He is German. <laughs> Stark is German. <laughs> there's, 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 there's fucking do your, before you rebrand, Google. Hashtag Google before you rebrand. Yeah, one quick little thing. One quick Google. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Gunther Stark. And it'll come up. And you know what? It, 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 you know, America doesn't know what it's like to have a Nazi attack on them. They don't know. But Canada, we know because a U-boat before World War II even started came across the ocean and came over into Newfoundland waters and blew up the docks in Bell River. I mean, in Bell fucking on Bell Island. Because we were shipping metal and steel over to the Brits to help the Allied effort. So a lot of people don't even know about this. But if you watch the CBC episode Still Standing, you will find out this story's true. Because they got the U-Book Commander's journals. And he talks about going to Newfoundland and how beautiful it was. And there's a picture of this Nazi commander uh, captain of the ship posing on his U-boat in front of a fucking iceberg outside of Newfoundland. What a So, bitch. anyways, when they say that there was never a Nazi attack on North America, uh, they are wrong because uh, the Nazis attacked Newfoundland. Yeah, no, it's too bad they can't find a couple Nazis named Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss and we can save those two <laughs> poor guys, eh? <laughs> I, I, I can assure you that... Um, that Corbin is, uh, we're 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 not Nazis. Corbins aren't Nazis. <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now on behalf of all Corbins, all Corbins everywhere, uh, forever, all Corbins everywhere. We are not Nazis. Now, now uh, if I go and I Google and I find that there's a Nazi in your family, <laughs> there, are, I assure you, there are no Nazis in my family. Um, however, that doesn't mean we don't have Nazi things. Um, no, no, no. We, 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 we love Zeppelins and I have many Led Zeppelin albums. So, um. Who doesn't love a good Zeppelin? Um, my, I, I love, I love, uh, uh, sausages and there's two S's in that. So Jeez, you're in trouble now, mister. <laughs> They're coming for you. Not only are sausages already German enough. Uh, but there's two else's in most German sausages. Uh, oh, you there's know, three. The, sausages? S A U. 
Just oh no, triple S. No. <gasps> um, That's worse than triple X. It is worse. Um so so anyway, uh I do also love that um uh you know, there are several things in the WWE that are going on right now too. Yeah. RKO bro has lost their titles. It's very yeah. sad. Uh very but, sad. But Okay, how about this? How about this? Did you notice this on Raw this week when uh good old Chatty Boy Gable and old, uh, whatever, Tucker? Is that one Tucker or Otis? I can't remember. Otis. Yeah, the one that stayed in WWE. Uh, how did they tell me how they come out to pomp and circumstance dressed as the fucking genius? You know what I mean? I didn't they, even see it. They did that? They come out and they do a graduation ceremony and walk out to pomp and circumstance, which yeah. is famously Macho Man, Randy Savage's theme song. Yes. Dressed in full college graduate regalia which is famously worn by his brother Lanny Poffo in his gimmick as the genius yes uh, how do you how do you how do you well, do that well you Fuck, know throw you know, vitamin c 30 dollars and play graduation song friends forever instead you, you know, know I mean? you know the reason why they both have that is Randy took his dad's music and Lanny took his dad's gimmick his dad's robes yeah. so 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 Lanny because his dad was that character so Lanny took the genius thing, and and Macho took the er, the music earlier on. So the fact well, they is, they took it back. Now. They took it back. Yeah, yeah. I do you remember? Like I remember when I, during my graduation when we walked into the school gymnasium, <laughs> and all the stands were there with all the parents, and we had to walk up to our seats, and uh, or where the, the music's playing. Like all I did. Like the whole time in line to get my diploma, I did not break Macho Man character. I was like, "Ooh, it's gonna be a good diploma tonight, yeah, dig it!" And I wasn't the only one doing it. There were other people in line doing Macho Man. Like every two minutes, I would stop, put my hand on my hip, and do the little hand number one sign circle. You know, like everything the young bucks did do now. I did that at my fucking university. I mean, uh, my college. My college, my, my I never went to university. <laughs> I went to my college. grade school graduation. <laughs> my grade school, my high school graduation. That's amazing. Of uh, my high school graduation, I hotboxed my buddy's car on the way there. My buddy, who didn't tell his parents that the graduation ceremony was happening, so he could get really high before. And then I fell asleep during the ceremony, and this girl woke me up, and I looked at her, and I'm like, I fucking hate. And then I went on stage and I got my diploma. I shook my principal's hand and he grabbed it really hard and he looked at me like he knew everything. And he must have, because I must have smelled like weed, because we hotboxed the car the entire way to this graduation. Yeah. And then I was just like this, I'm not your problem anymore. <laughs> High school uh, graduation's great. Yeah, it was fun. We had a I had a Mickey in my jacket and a, and a straw. And I was like <laughs> That my buddies were laughing. As fuck. Oh, it was good times. Fuck. Good, the future. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah. So so Walter, the Walter thing is the biggest story of the WWE mm-hmm. uh, this week. Uh, if Quite I ever story. see Walter, I will still call him Walter. Um, yeah, I, man. I, like, how are you gonna take a guy who's already fucking over? He's in your organization already. Yes, he is over, and you're like this. No, change him. Yeah, good. Yeah, you know, like how dumb are you? How dumb are you? Walter's the perfect name because Walter, it just sounds like you don't like. How many Walters do you fuck with? In Canada, don't fuck with any Walters. In the Big Lebowski, Walter was the most aggressive character. You don't fuck with Walter Gretzky in Canada. I'll tell you that right now. Fellow Rad Dad Walter Ling will cut you. Yeah, every Walter I know is very tough and respectable. You don't fuck with a Walter. The fucking tea sipping motherfucker from Friends. Gunther, get fucked. Gunther, high school bully from Iceland, get fucked. Isn't Gunther also? The guy that talks like this from the movie The Princess Bride? Wasn't that guy a Gunther? I don't know. I don't know, but maybe. You know the I guy that like I'm talking name. about in The Princess Bride? I don't like the name Gunther. It's an affront to my olfactory senses. I don't remind. I don't like the name Gunther because it makes me think of my gun. Yeah, it's aggressive. It's 
gross. It's gross. Gun- and the noise it makes you make. <laughs> no, thank you. No, You're thank gross. you. Not like Walter. Yeah, like, what a fucking stud that guy was. All week they've been talking about <laughs> uh, David Meltzer. He cleared the air on Twitter uh, yeah. whether who was coming and who was going from the Royal Rumble. And he told us that uh, Cody Rhodes will not be in the Royal Rumble. Neither will John. No shit. He works for AEW. Yeah. You stupid fuck. But then people were like, "Well, what about Stardust? And what about uh, Dean Ambrose?" They have been showing a lot of Dean Ambrose because they've been hyping up the Seth Rollins. But they uh, cut him out of all those packages. You never see Ambrose in those. It's no. The way that WWE has been painting that, it's like the fucking Shield was a tag team. That's where, that's how they've been showing that shit. It's like Shield is a tag team. You completely erased the third member. Okay, fine. He was the Ringo of the Shield. What? But you've you erased wait, the whoa, Ringo. Stop, of stop the, the press. Yes, stop he the absolutely press. was, Casey. Come on. No, let's, he let's was be real. not. He, yes, he was. No, he was okay. not. When okay, he was yeah, in, nobody when he gave was, a shit. No, no. When he nobody was, gave a shit no, about the no. lunatic fringe. No, no. Ambrose. No, you're talking. Okay. No. Okay. What you're nobody talking, cared. What you're talking Put a gas about? Mask on. No, no. You're talking about he's Ringo post Beatles. That the the least biggest of the three. Yeah, that's what you're talking three. about. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. But I'm talking about when he was in the Shield. The guy was the fucking lead guy. He was the ah. one that did all the talking. He was yeah, the yeah. one that was always up front with the two goons behind him. That he's was the, the dynamic. Fucking, he was always he was destined to be the Genetti of that situation from that. Dude, job. he's the fucking best guy out of that fucking faction. I know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. But the way that he was being presented in that faction, to me, he was the Ringo star. No, see, to me, he was always the fucking he was the fucking lunatic fringe. You never knew what you yeah. couldn't trust him, yeah. you couldn't anything him. You know, like yeah. look at he like while the other two had to stay in their shield gear forever. He was the first one just fucking put me in a fucking under undershirt and a fucking pair of jeans and I'll go kick the ass. Yeah, so the and only he, thing that he, he changed was, was give me some jeans. He he was he was also you know, he was also the first one to win the world title out of those three. So yeah. and he did have it for a little bit. I do have a picture where he's wearing the world title. He can defend it in Toronto. Um, yeah. you know. I, I just uh He's the Ringo. Get over he's it. He's not the fucking Ringo. <laughs> first of all, it's a three-man band, so there is no Ringo. Fine, fine. He's the fucking uh, uh, what's his name? He's not the Drew McIntyre. You're saying he's band. the George, he's, the George Harrison? He's not the Jinder Mahal either. Oh, he's three-man band. You're thinking yeah. he's fucking? He wrestles <laughs> for his kids. You're comparing him to three-man band? I don't even know anymore. Oh, you're getting ridiculous. The letters are going to come in. The letters are going to come in. Bring them, baby. I honestly, I like Dean Ambrose the most out of the three. But to me, out of the three, Vince McMahon went off of him so quick. Of course, he's not big. That's that's exactly it. Vince like Roman. Hunter likes Seth. Dean is the fucking fan's favorite. And let me tell you right now, Dean Ambrose is my favorite out of there. Glad he's back. He came back, showed up on... If I'm I can be honest, last night. honest, I hated the Shield entirely. I, I never was a fan of the Shield. Period. I hated them. Shield they bothered me. Security Alpha Delta. Boom boom. Burn up. Burn up. Let's come through the sta- Let's come through the crowd. That'll be cool. I never liked them. They were, they were never for me. I was never uh, the biggest fan, but I always I kind of liked uh, Dean Ambrose because he reminded me of a uh, uh, Brian Pillman type, Roddy Piper type guy. That where is this guy going? And he's even more like that now. He's that's why Wild Thing is perfect for him. Yeah, he's gotten uh, like now he's matured into that character after Shield. I just didn't buy. I'll tell you, there's more like you see more Shawn Michaels as influence in AEW than you do in WWE. With the amount yeah. of super kicks per AEW episode, with the amount of gum chewing like Shawn Michaels per AEW episode, even the um. Oh, Dean Ambrose does the really good, you know, now that he has the beard, he's like the Shawn Michaels with the beard, and he does that Shawn Michaels snarl. Uh, he come, Like, as he's walking to the ring, he does it in the camera, and it's like Shawn Michaels snarl right there. Like, Shawn, yeah, yeah. like I know Shawn Michaels' his moves in the ring uh, inspired a generation, but also just his facials have inspired a generation of looks that he could give, or gum chewing, 
drew a match. Facials, thick you know, ropes. Like, <laughs> so many things. That's, like, when you just see it, it's like, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. But last night, Dean Rambrose gave a fucking speech. Uh, it was it, it was just, uh, it was a beauty. And yeah, you know man. what? Basically, Honestly, great on the fucking mic. If you're not okay, it's okay. Be not okay. Just chill. Yeah. You know? No, you can't turn him heel, though. He's got to be a baby face forever now. Well, no. Eventually, they'll they'll they'll. How do you? How, but how do you cheer against a guy that gives a fucking rah rah speech like that ever? You know what I mean? Like well, now he's a perpetual good guy. He's just told you, literally, he's been more effectual than so many people's local. All right. Next week, next, you want to do it? You flip him next week. He shows up wearing a fucking mask. Half the crowd yeah. hates him. <laughs> So he shows there you go. Gas mask uh, and calls everybody dirty. Dude, it's not the first time he showed up with a fucking gas mask and called everybody dirty. I know. <laughs> during during peak Ringo years. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> fucking they're the only one that had Vince writing them dookie sketches like dookie. Yeah, you know? No, it. no. Fuck that. It's like if the if if fucking Total McMahon taking taking over the Beatles and glorifying like three and be. jobbing out one. Under the sea, you know, in an octopus's garden, in a DDT. That's it. Um, so John Moxley returned last night, but then after that, MJF cuts a promo with Wardlow behind him, and Wardlow is almost at his uh, razor's edge. With yeah, uh, yeah. with old MJF. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to last much longer between them two. Perfect. MJF just basically says Sean Spears is going to go do the job that you can't do. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, that didn't turn out too good. Uh, no. Sean Spears walked in and uh, went to sleep right away. Right away. Yeah. Right away. After, he, MJF selling him to the crowd as the Canadian god. Yeah. And then he goes in and just eats a fucking go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. He, he, went, he went to sleep faster than a narcoleptic on NyQuil. You know, Ooh. it was uh, absolutely ridiculous. Um Cody Rhodes also in the middle of the episode cut this big speech, and yep. I'd like to talk about that. Um, Go ahead. All right. So, okay. So there's a lot of things he has to say here. Uh, a couple of nice shots. He made a he made a comment towards the Walter thing, yeah. uh, calling Walter a uh, Gunther McGillagutty, McGillagutty, uh, which is uh, a direct slam towards Kurt Henning's son. Not towards his son, towards them not letting him be a Henning and making yeah. him a McGillagutty. The much yeah. way they made him be Stardust instead of being Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And then. Or Braun Brecker instead of fucking Steiner. Exactly. Then the list goes on. And now Walter instead of Gunther. You know, so so that was funny. The crowd, like, like it's very nitro, it's very attitude era taking shots. At, it's cheeky. I it's like it. it's like what Nitro used to do to WWE, where WWE never did it night to Nitro, you know. And but it always like it's the WCW thing to do because you're fighting from underneath. You got to take those shots. Got to take the shots. And and the wrestling fans love it. They love it. They eat I that do. shit up. So so anyway, he says that, and then he says this one part where he's talking about Malachi Black. And for now, and now, uh, look at Malachi Black and and um, Brody King have already been uh, PWG champs for a little while. Uh, they're the PWG tag team champs. Brody King is well known all over California as one of the nicest workers, one of the nicest guys, one of the biggest guys, and just one of the best wrestlers out there. That's not signed to a major deal. Yeah. And and you know what? If you've seen him, all of his tattoos go in line with Malachi Black's tattoos. Clearly, these guys love horror movies and fantasy and all of that stuff. And, uh. you know, like even before I even knew that they were going to tag up, when I heard Brody King sign with AEW, immediately I said, oh, please put him with Malachi Black. You know? <laughs> and I really wanted that to happen. And it's happened. And it's so great. But Cody says, basically knocks Brody King, not knowing how hard this guy's fucking journey has been to get to where he is now. And he says, you come in here with the name Brody? 
are you kidding me? Like, and then and then he says, I, I can't wait from now till eight years from now when his kid shows up and beats the living shit out of you. Basically, that's what he said. Yeah. And I was like, okay, first like of that. all. I like that, though. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. First what? of all, his parent, if the guy's parents name him Brody, B-R-O-D-Y, yeah. it's not B-R-O-D-I-E. And it's not like the fucking Brody Brody Lee made his career on being Brody Lee. He made his career on being fucking one of the Wyatt family. You yeah, know? but he died as Brody Lee. But he done. died as Brody Lee. It doesn't mean you can't have another fucking Brody. You know, that's like saying, oh, Brody Lee, you telling me you're going to have that name after fucking Brody Bruiser, Bruiser Brody got stabbed in fucking Mexico and, and gave his life to wrestling, and now you're going to fucking take Brody. that name? Nobody said that to Brody Lee. Nobody. And he even looked. But that's, that's the point of the promo. He's generating heat for himself. It's right? bullshit. Cody Rhodes can't that's even perfect. call himself look Cody Rhodes. Up, look how worked up he got. He well, did he, his job. He damn right he, he did, did his job, job, and that's my job to talk about it on the show. Exactly. He did his job. He got, he got that heat, baby. This Look is, it. This is He's brilliant. talking about people and names. This guy can't even call himself Cody Rhodes. Well, he can now. He got it back. No, no, he doesn't. He, what he has is he's Cody, and his wife is Brandy Rhodes, and together he is Cody and Brandy Rhodes. No, he got it back. He he can now be referred to as Cody Rhodes as of last year. He didn't have it forever, but he won the right to call himself Cody Rhodes back. I believe. Really? So he yeah. thinks he can call himself Rhodes because he's not half the fucking wrestler his dad was. What if I said that? Perfect. What yeah, if I said, you know what? Perfect. Not what if I said it. I'm fucking saying it. Ooh, go big or go home, Cody. Screw you, Stardust. Ooh, fucking Ooh perfect. He got him jacked up. Look I love it. it. Look but it my is. boy came back on Dynamite, bro. If you're not happy about Cody, my boy Pac came back. To issue a warning to House of Black. I don't know if that was a warning or uh, uh, him asking, "Can I get an application, please?" Because no, it warning. seems to me like he thinks he'd be a pretty good fit for their fucking little uh, entourage. He's coming to rip someone apart, and he's got a natural teammate in Penta while Ray Phoenix is uh, on the shelf. He's only because, on the uh, shelf till mid-February, though. Yeah, he's going to be on the shelf until fucking March, bro. That was gnarly, dog. No, it's not as bad as what they're saying. It's only, I don't know, it still looked gnarly. Fuck it. Either way, it you got to give him a program. You can't have a wrestler of those calibers sit and not do anything. So you work him into the program with Pac. Maybe uh, maybe he turns on. Maybe Who knows? But like, I'm excited to see what's coming. Like You got the inner circles falling apart. You ain't seen Jake Hager in forever. Sammy is doing his own thing. Sammy's got to fight ne on next week. Bash at the beach. Beach at the bash. Yeah. Be beach in Cleveland. Hot. The, the, in Cleveland the, Beach. We're going to have a ladder match between Cody and Sammy Guerrera. Guerrera. And I'm telling you, um, it's going to be off the charts. I think it's yeah, going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited, man. <laughs> I'm very much excited. I'm very – if you're going to take one Shawn Michaels storyline and make it yours – it's the Shawn Michaels storyline from Razor Ramon and WrestleMania. Let's do this fucking ladder match. Put the two belts above, and that's TNT. She's dynamite. Dynamite. Um, TNT. With oh, also, no more Britt Baker, Adam Cole matches, please. No more of those. You didn't like that? You didn't like that? No, no. Leave it. Leave the double. Leave the 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 tags to Miz and Maurice. And uh, I didn't mind it. You know, I didn't think it was. Well, I didn't think it wasn't great. No, no, it was just. It was no. Actually, Britain, Adam, weren't Cole weren't the problem. I thought Orange Cassidy and Statlander weren't good opponents for them. You know, I just didn't think it was. You know, it it was that good. Now, mind you, Britt Baker with curb stomp that was great. Her going through a table was great. Yeah, that chick will do anything. Um, you know, um, but it just, I thought it was going to be a better match okay. than what it was. So, okay. but, uh, but you know, um, Hey, as far as the whole episode of dynamite went, uh, fucking spectac, you know, say spectac, oh, you know, next week 
we got the, the French connection, Garcia and 2.0. Yeah. They're going to be going against uh, – who are they going against? Are they going against the uh, Santana and Ortiz or something Ooh, like that? Or they got a match against 2.0 or – I don't understand where, where, uh, you know, first of all, I thought it was funny because Jericho told Eddie Guerrero, I mean, Eddie uh, Kingston, to to uh, GFY. He's like, hey, Eddie Kingston, GFY. Yeah, so many times. And then, and then, um, and now he's selling a t-shirt that says GFY. <laughs> yeah, it's already in the shop. He's trying to put that over. Yes, he is. Speaking of putting things over in the shop. Uh, right. If any of you fans out there want a talking wrestling coffee mug, well, uh, check out the the Instagram, and there might be a link on where to buy uh, one. Ooh. Yeah, for twenty dollars, you can get a talking wrestling mug. I think that's the the price that mugs go for these days. I thought it was a little pricey, but uh, but it seems to be it's a suggested price, and uh, and that's and that's all in with uh, shipping and handling. I do believe, or or maybe I'm wrong. I haven't looked fully into it, but I've designed it, and uh, it's it's a mug, and it's got the yeah. Talking Wrestling logo. Love it. And it's got a handle, and it's, it. and you get hot coffee in it or hot chocolate. Can you make the handle a bicep? Uh, you can pretend it's a bicep from uh, <laughs> Zach Gowan, and uh, you know, and, and and it's gonna be great. You you get your uh, you get your mug, and you get your mug on with your uh, with your mead or whatever you got in it, and uh, yeah, get your mug on, man. Have a get cup a of coffee. coffee. Put a That's tea. A- have get, a cup of coffee in the big time. Get your Hulk Hogan and you be Mr. T. All right? Get some tea in there. And uh, pity the fool. Get your get a book and get some tea and be Booker T. How about that? Booker T. So it'll be on the Instagram. We'll put it on the Instagram. And uh, you'll you'll see the mug. And you'll be like, I, I want one of those mugs. And uh, and then you get the mug. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, get the we, mug. We've never done a Patreon. A Patreon, but the fact is, WrestleMania's coming up. I'm losing. WrestleMania. I've been. I've lost two months' work because of these lockdowns. So much work. And I got to get to WrestleMania. Yeah. And because uh, there are things for me down there to do. And to be honest, I got to raise money. So we got to sell some mugs. And, sell some uh, mugs. Get Casey to WrestleMania, baby. Look at. There are people down there at WrestleCon that I need to go talk to, like Robbie McAllister of the Highlanders. They're going to be there. And I'm going nice. to say, Robbie. You said you'd do the fucking show. Do the fucking show. And then I'm going to throw my card at him like a fucking ninja star. Let's get him on the show. Let's get him on the show. He's in London, Ontario, motherfucker. Robbie, don't be a bitch. Get on the show or I'm going to put you in a goddamn scorpion deathlock when I see you, brother. Me or you. Squared circle. Millerang. But I'm just going to go around with my business cards and I'm going to be like, honky tonk, man. Guess what? I want you on the show. On Come show. on the show. I want to talk to you about your Elvis hair. Want to love his Elvis hair. Love his yeah. Elvis. If I meet Jerry Lawler, I just Jerry. want to say, Jerry, can I take five minutes of your time? Five minutes of your time. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. your new lease on life. No, I just want to talk to him about why the fuck isn't Andy Kaufman in the Hall of Fame. And Jerry. Why? Hey, hey, Jerry. And you know what else? I don't even think there is a Hall of Fame this year. Because Friday night is SmackDown. Yeah. Saturday night is Mania. Sunday night is Mania. Monday night is Raw. That's all that's scheduled. Friday, early afternoon, Wrestling Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Super quick on Zoom. Um, I would not be surprised or if they did something like that on the network. Um, that would not surprise me, to say the least. But WrestleCon at the Fairmount Hotel in Dallas, they're in running an Impact show. They're running a uh, uh, New Japan show. Uh, they're running like three of their shows. I got so much fucking wrestling to go to, bud. I don't even know what to do. I want to go. Oh, my God. It's insane. But I got a fucking kid. I know. <laughs> so, if I went to WrestleMania, I would be told never to come back from Texas. You know what? It's just like on the on – the, on the, on the, uh, I'm going to be a heel. Because I'm wearing, I'm not, I'm not fucking around. I'm wearing my mask, and I, I your fiend mask. 
No, no. I'm wearing my. You're Bray Wyatt mask? No. You're wearing. Your Rey Mysterio mask. I get it. Say no more. Say no more. Rey Mysterio's mask covers everything but his mouth and nose. I get it. You're right. You're right. Fine. You're going to wear your Penta El Zero Miedo mask. Stir some shit up. Fucking maybe a La Parca special. Just leave that part of your mouth open and just I'm, be like. Most likely, if I was to wear a mask, it'd be glaciers because it'd be covering my mouth and nose. Nah. That works and, too well. You got to wear an ineffectual. Wear a glacier mask on top of a La Parca mask. But you have to dance walk everywhere. You know how he used to? I loved La Parca's dance. And, yeah, the original chairman, baby. And then he played the chair. Yeah. yeah. I'm, who are you? No, it's, oh, it's El, not La Parca. It's uh, where it means he's talking. Who have you wrestled lately, Brett? El, La Parca? El Dandy? He's like, who are you to question the wrestling ability of El Dandy? <laughs> He's like, I'll have you know, El Dandy's a damn fine wrestler. Uh, I'm getting that Bret Hart rub. Oh yeah. my God, I love any rub from Bret Hart. I don't even mean that in a gay way. Yes, it, you do, and it, I it, do too. It is if Bret Hart. I love was Bret Hart. Standing in front of you, saying, "Casey, I will jerk you off." No, are you telling me you're not going to say no. this? Listen, Bret, I'm in. No. Because, listen, he's got the nickname The Excellence of Execution right. for a reason. All right. Too much. <laughs> now I'm cut. Will you stop? Um, <laughs> no. I will be like, can't we just smoke a joint together? Um, after. <laughs> after. No. No. That, I would not be willing to cross that bridge with the hitman. Uh, no. That's not... <laughs> No, 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 no. It broke Casey, ladies and gentlemen. It's very uncomfortable, even thinking about it. No, no, you're no. thinking about it, though. The Rock's starting to make an appearance, baby. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, what if the Hitman is like, uh, is like, Hitman, your hand's too dry, and then he runs it through his hair, and now it's all of a sudden perfect. Nice. You know, he gives you like, a pair of those sunglasses. Yeah, he gives you a pair of sunglasses. To, I don't see anything. No, no, lights are dark. Um, you know, I look down, it's actually Jim the Anvil. <laughs> no, it's even worse. Oh, jeepers. No, That's thank amazing. you. That was a fun segment. <laughs> <laughs> Hitman hand jobs this week on uh, TNW. We talk Hitman hand jobs and uh, the excellence of execution. Yeah. Um, amazing. That was, that was funny. Uh, so, actually, Red Hart used to always talk about how uh, when he wrestled Ric Flair, Ric Flair, he didn't think that Ric Flair gave as much to him as he, like, when he was chasing the belt, they had all these great matches. But when he won the belt, the rematches were not as great. But I just listened to Ric Flair last night. He was talking about how he chipped a bone in his ear and his equilibrium was all fucked up. So that's wow. why he had to drop the title was because... Okay. He, he had no balance. Like, <laughs> he was actually falling on his face for real. And, uh, and, for real? And, and so when, so he said, yeah, he had to lose the title, blah, 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 blah. But he still wrestled matches. And, wow. uh, and Brett, so when Brett says maybe he wasn't as good after the chase be, as he was before, yeah. it's, maybe it's because he, his equilibrium was all fucked up. I don't even know if I say that word right, but he had something wrong with his balance, and his balance was off. That's fun. So he couldn't have those great matches uh, that that uh, he would have had before. So huh. uh, I thought that was rather interesting and uh, good to know. But he said him right. and Brett are great now. He said, "I know the knock on Brett's me is, with me is uh, my matches are repetitive, but you know when you're going an hour every night, uh, you're going to use a suplex once or twice." You know, like, it, yeah, I can use my mind. My, you know, he goes, and, and Brett's always been, look at he, his comeback is five moves. Like, you know, yeah. it's so, so, I don't care if you're repetitive. I will watch Brock Lesnar do the same match to different people like Goldberg. You know, he is my Goldberg. I never really liked Goldberg. Um, mm. But uh, when I saw him beat Brock Lesnar, like WCW style 1998, I got excited. So there's something about, you know, uh, something to be said about that. So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
<laughs> I was very into Goldberg when I was younger because I really liked the jackhammer. I found the jackhammer to be just a really savage-looking finishing maneuver. A great move when you could do it right. Yeah. However, there were several bigger guys than him that he had trouble pulling it off with. But still, oh, yeah. he got the fucking giant up in it, motherfucker. And that. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and. Yeah. Uh, but that is that, that was such such a great looking suplex brain. Another buster, one that I really you know? like a finisher. What's another another visually uh, impressive finisher for me that shows power is the torture rack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like it's... Hobbs has started doing it now. Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, he started using that as a finisher, and I really like him with it. You know, Look, what I mean? it's big real... beefy boy. The problem with the yeah. torture rack is it's good on eighty percent of the guys. But the minute you get a guy like Dusty Rhodes or like Otis or something like that, you ain't going to get him up there because their bodies just don't fit on your shoulders no matter yeah. how you bend them. Well, it's you have not... to use an alternate kind of finish on a guy like that. You have to, yeah. It's like part of the knock putting on... somebody out with a master lock. Well, look, at, a... the knock on Lex Luger was he tried to put Dusty in the fucking torture rack and he couldn't really get him up and it was a really shitty looking torture rack. And then that was yeah. the knock against Luger that he wasn't strong enough to put Dusty up on his shoulders. But the fact is, I would much rather see an over-the-shoulder Hercules Hernandez type type backbreaker than the torture rack backbreaker. Um, I also, I'm a big fan of the Razor's Edge. Yeah, me, you've got Ethan Page is doing that right Ethan now, Page right? is doing it. Like The idea of like getting the guy up on your back is one thing. But it's that final push to get him over your fucking head and hoist him up, and then you slam him. Like, I don't have to explain the move. We all know what it is. It's a great move. But it's a great move, and to me... It's um, a nice variation of a powerbomb, that's for sure. It's it's awesome. I love it, and I love it for Razor. So, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Those, I, I really think over-the-shoulder backbreaker. I also like a good Bret Hart backbreaker on your knee. Um, yeah. I love the, the 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 razor's edge, and um, as far as submission goes, shooting star press was always a big one for me. I liked watching the shooting star press when Kidman could nail it. Oh yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, you know? it was also impressive that he could nail uh, Tory Wilson. Yeah, because yeah. that was I was even more impressed by that. To be honest, yeah, super impressive. Yeah, pushing above his weight for sure. Um, it would be great if Tori Wilson was in the uh, Royal Rumble. I don't know if she is or not, but every few days I check the WrestleCon website to see who else is going to be at WrestleCon that I could see. And, uh, oh, uh, Kelly Kelly is going to be there. Like, who already had the perfect wrestling name, and I don't know why they changed it. Like, Barbie Blank. Because she probably owned it and they wanted to make the money off of her. Well, why wouldn't they just call her Gunther? <laughs> or I'm not even going to make the joke that I'm thinking of right now because we've what already been. Of? Well, what rhymes with Gunther? Heather? No. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but, good. yeah. the uh, So this week we still have the build-up to the Royal Rumble. Uh, yep. Next week uh, on Rampage this night. Oh, that was something, too. So mm. Billy Gunn goes to Christian. And he's like, "Hey, um, my boys are doing. My boys are doing pretty good. Can I get a tag team shot?" Yeah. And he's like, "Make a statement, make a statement." And it's like, you know, and, and so it's sort of funny to me, like Christian saying this to Billy Gunn because I really think, like, okay, Edge and Christian are in my top five greatest tag teams of all time. Um, we've already done them on the show, however. I do think Billy Gunn is one of the greatest tag team wrestlers ever. Every he's great. Yeah. Every tag team he's been in has been multiple world champs, whether it's Chuck and Billy or the New Age Outlaws or the Smoking Guns. They're yeah. all He's the definition of a tag team specialist. Yeah. So you would think that, you know, uh him and Christian that Christian might give him that respect, but he doesn't give him any. And then the Gunner Club is forced to attack Christian because they have to play that hand so they can get a title shot because they don't want to wait. They got to jump the gun. No. They got to do something to jump the gun. They're yeah. too far. They're like fifth fifth in line for a title shot. So, you know, and the champs are new. 
So you got to take advantage of it before these guys get on a roll. So I 100%. totally understand him doing that. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind seeing Kristen Cage and Billy Gunn go at it again. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. So it'd be a good trios. Good trios. Maybe at first they don't. Maybe at first they say we do a trios match, and then if a trios match happens, you win. Then we'll give you the title shot. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. But anyways, um, on Rampage this week, it should be fairly good. Uh, Before we move on, though, I just got to say the, the new Gun Club uh, theme music is a banger. Oh, I, I don't even know if I heard it. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's like this weird mix. I don't know. It's, it, uh, it's, yeah, it's great. I love it. And then, uh, of course, um, you know, uh, Sting and uh, Darby Allen came down last night and they tagged yeah. and, uh, and they won their match. But I don't wonder. I can't remember the end for some reason. Like, what happened with Sting? I don't even remember. But I, I don't. Was... I don't remember. I got pulled into a show at the last minute. So um, yeah, but I. So uh... what happened? What happened? Let us know. Let me know. What yeah, happened? let us know because I can't remember either. And uh, and uh, but but that may be having something to do with the fact that I had to rush into Boba Fett and uh, <laughs> spent the day watching Peacemaker in a Sarlacc pit. Holy fuck, did I even talk about that today? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, we got we got a lot of wrestling ahead of time and a lot of wrestling to come. So, yeah. uh, folks, uh, thank you for joining us on the show today. And thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ear. And uh, check out the Instagram next week uh, for a picture of the mug. It's just basically talking wrestling logo. Unless you want to go get some Casey Corbin mugs. You know, there's one for the C train, my album C train, and one for different jokes, and uh, they'll they'll be up there too. And they're all get uh, one, available. baby. Yeah, so so help uh, support uh, your boys' trip to WrestleMania, and uh, because uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of reporting from WrestleMania, and it's some uh, field work, baby. A lot of field work, and hopefully booking a lot of guests to come on the show and uh, be a part of uh, the 2022 year of what is our fifth year of uh, talking wrestling. So thank you for letting us put a a, a headlock on your ears. And uh, on behalf of Never Sleeps Network and myself and Reese, uh, you guys have a a great and safe uh, week, and we'll talk at you next time. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.